members of an isi officer dealing with the afghan war in 1973 i was gsu2 training at the headquarters special services group charat sardar daud had ousted his cousin king zahir shah and proclaimed himself president in reaction a political movement had commenced in afghanistan comprising various cross sections of the society brigadier salim zia was commander special services group known as ssg he called me and asked me to train some afghans who were part of the anti daud resistance and had come to pakistan i set up two camps for these afghans in the kalachita range area we in the ssg called them ikhwanul muslimin the initial batch of afghans comprised ahmed shah masood haji din mohammad darwesh engineer ayub from kalakan these were various there were various others who were less well known although in 1974 all were unknown and obscure characters this was 1974 the afghans came to us via pakistani paramilitary border force known as frontier corps it is mistakenly assumed that major general nasirullah khan babar was the godfather of this program after training we again handed over the afghans to the frontier corps who launched them back in afghanistan the whole program was part of a broader pakistani government strategy to counter daud regime which was perceived to be pro india and raising the issue of pakhtunistan Mr Zaidi Bhutto's main fixation was narrow and daud centric and he had no interest in the ideological aspect of the matter a course of 3 months kind of a short commando course was run for the afghans emphasis was on weapon training raids ambushes in my assessment about 600 afghans were trained initially the guerrilla operations were pen pricks but the insurgency assumed a far bigger momentum when afghan army regular units were influenced after 1979 and joined the rebellion in 1976 i left for the regular army and joined 23 frontier force regiment in cb and was involved in mari operations in tali tangi area 
1978 I joined the Pakistan Military Academy as company commander Khalid Company and term commander 59 long course I stayed in the Pakistan Military Academy till 1979 when I was promoted lieutenant colonel and took command of two commando battalion in Cherat the same year the unit was moved to Quetta in 1980 In December 1979 the USSR invaded Afghanistan whereas in April 1978 a leftist coup had removed the Daud regime in Kabul In February 1979 a very important event took place 70 members of the most influential Mujaddidi family from the Naqshbandi order were murdered by the Afghan leftist regime the Naqshbandi family was focal in spiritual forces in Afghanistan it has been stated that the lone survivor of this massacre is with mullah umar presently mullah umar it may be noted represents the Naqshbandi order and derives importance because of this ideological link in august 1983 i was posted to the isis afghan cell and was tasked for training and operations of afghan mujahideen for whole of afghanistan i established a number of training camps in north pakistan in 1984 In 1984 I accompanied Sandy Gaul to Afghanistan Sandy Gaul was a British supposedly journalist but as far as I understand he was a British intelligence gentleman At that time maximum losses were inflicted on the Afghan mujahideen by soviet gunship helicopters the sa7 missiles that the afghan mujahideen held were not effective against gunships general zia general zia had specifically requested margaret thatcher to send sandy gaul the background was that general zia as a brigadier had befriended Sandy Gaul while he was posted in Jordan in 1970 or so the idea of calling Sandy Gaul was to project the Afghan war in the west Sandy Gaul made a film titled Allah against the gunships the film had tremendous impact on the Afghan war and was instrumental in induction of blowpipe and later stinger missiles blowpipe initially was inducted as it was wire guided stinger however turned the tables later congressman charlie wilson played a crucial role in bringing stingers but sandy gold's film 
was the real catalyst in 1984-85 we trained a very large number of afghans from north of hindukush in guerrilla warfare as the afghan war was being fought close to afghan pakistan border and we wanted to take it north of hindukush to exhaust the soviets in 1983 i had known one mr azad beg son of mr abdul waris karimi a doctor of uzbek descent serving in pakistan army among central asian states uzbekistan has the largest population and unlike pashtuns had no tribal fragmentation in the seven party afghan alliance in pakistan there were no uzbek representation i felt that this was a serious imbalance and an uzbek presence must be created in mujahideen leadership i therefore recommended azad beg for leadership of uzbeks and this proposal was accepted by the director general director general of isi lieutenant general akhtar abdurrahman in 1984 azad beg was specifically tasked for operations in uzbekistan and tajikistan General Akhtar Abdurrahman was not a particularly brilliant man and had memorized some phrases like Kabul must burn he had limited operations to Kabul because he wanted publicity to me it was a narrow way of waging guerrilla warfare It may be noted that the pioneer of Afghan operations was Brigadier Raza Ali, a special forces officer with an outstanding service profile. Lieutenant General Akhtar Abdurrahman developed a personality clash with Brigadier Raza Ali and therefore sidelined him in grudge and placed him in logistics. Akhtar Abdurrahman preferred artillery officers who were narrow in mindset and knew little about guerrilla warfare. Akhtar Abdurrahman inducted Brigadier Yusuf because he was a non-commando officer and thus was controllable. Brigadier Yusuf had no concept of guerrilla warfare but his induction did not matter. as the basic team of ssg commando officers was intact and ran the real show it may be noted that france and britain were involved in providing financial assistance to the afghan insurgents from the very beginning that is from 1980 in 1985 i took over quetta sector kandhar helmand Fara, Herat, Nimroz, Zabul, Uruzgan, Ghor and Badghis were part of the area of Quetta sector the whole of southwest Afghanistan this area comprised more than 50% of Afghanistan's area the strategy that we adopted was to interdict heli bomb supplies forcing the soviets to move 
armored columns once a column moved we withdrew thereby causing logistic attrition and then avoiding direct clash ultimately because of supply and logistic constraints and shortages afghan garrison started falling that is surrendering a major event that took place was ojdi camp blast after that the isi started using conventional ordnance depots but we preferred to have a major depot complex inside afghanistan where ammunition and explosives sufficient for nine provinces was dumped there were 22 tunnels in this complex which was northeast of chamand near the afghan border just west of khwaja imran range ojdi camp blast was linked to us ussr rapprochement over afghanistan and was a deliberate act as far as i understand mutually designed by the us and ussr to slow down military operations in afghanistan and shift to political angle by blunting the mujahideen military operations supported by pakistan as far as jalalabad operation was concerned it was a military failure and the prime responsibility of this failure rests with the isi however one must note that this was guerrilla warfare and the isi's top leadership were career army officers who thought in terms of conventional warfare and wanted quick results the isi at this time was headed by lieutenant general hamid gul who had just arrived in the isi similarly the soviets failed in afghanistan because the strategic and operational as well as tactical mindset of their officers was centered around conventional warfare kandhar as focal point of the war and why it was not attacked strategically kandhar was the easiest to capture for afghan mujahideen british intelligence planned that general alumi a royalist commander from barakzai tribe would surrender to the gilani commander asmat muslim achakzai king zahir shah as per the british plan british intelligence plan would then lead land in kandhar and proclaim liberation and then lead the forces to kabul via kandhar ghazni road and the garrisons would surrender a rather grand british plan we assessed this plan in its initial stages because we had our own sources ismail gilani nephew of sayed ahmed gilani played a major role as a conduit for assistance as well as link between general nurul haq alumi commander second afghan corps and was selected as the main point man I sense that this was a British plan to hijack the Afghan war a rather brilliant British plan but the only problem was that we had 
preempted it as a result to sabotage and counter this british plan i launched a series of raids and ambushes as a result of which general alumi the focal point of the british plan the british man inside the afghan setup was sacked sacked from command because of military incompetence and failure in kandhar major places of action between march to november 1988 59 garrisons were captured by the mujahideen with isi assistance these garrisons included 33 districts and two sub districts thus the british plan to bring king zahir shah with a massive durrani achakzai tribe defection failed this was a very interesting event of the afghan war director general isi lieutenant general hamid gol was approached by peer gilani in may 1988 that lieutenant general asmat muslim was his, his commander and he be supported in capturing spin bulldog and kandhar this was opposed by me as he assessed that that this would lead to a pro zahir shah coup and the afghan war would be hijacked by british intelligence now i was ordered to support asmat muslim by brigadier afzal janjua director of afghan cell i don't know how these officers operated but i defied these orders of brigadier afzal janjua it appears that peer gilani approached afzal janjua one may leave it to the reader's choice that peer gilani was getting instructions from his european or western handlers peer gilani was a clear pawn of the british as far as i understand as a counter i approached dji sai lieutenant general hamid gul and told him that this would lead straight to a zahir shah royalist coup and the afghan war would be hijacked by western intelligence we should therefore not allow this to happen i instead tasked nurzai commanders to capture spin bulldog the nurzai militia successfully captured spin bulldog on 6 september 1988 the attack had commenced in may 1988 the nurzai militia also included some alizais and one achakzai commander mulla samad there was a lull in operations from 1988 to 1990 jalalabad operation of 1989 launched under lieutenant general hamid gul's stewardship meanwhile had proved to be a total fiasco western view of the afghan war and attempts to derail the jihadis the us and ussr had come to one plane of thinking as early as 
and this was formally put to paper an agreement in the geneva accord of 1988 the western view was that jihad was over as the ussr was going to leave our view in the isi was that the jihad had started well before the soviet entry in 1973-74 and would continue till the mujahid succeed the united states saw the developments in escalating jihad in south afghanistan as unacceptable dicey way that the americans play as now they were reconstructing the political side and wanted to restore the same pliable durrani elite who had all along collaborated with the west ismail gilani nephew of sayed ahmed gilani leader of mahaze milli played a major role as a conduit for assistance as well as a link between nurul ulumi commander of second afghan corps and selected mujahideen commanders in the area at that time two main cia operatives in the area were one hamid karzai and tahir wardak of jamiyat islami karzai was initially in the usa and came back to pakistan and was inducted by president mujaddid of the afghan interim government as a secretary this was surprising as karzai had no link with mujaddid naturally this was a cia maneuver someone in the cia had maneuvered well i appreciate this maneuver karzai it appeared had been well briefed by his cia operators he was sent on a mission in august 1990 to tareen court to induce surrender of tareen court garrison to meet the democratic republic of afghanistan governor through jan mohammed who was close to karzai the idea was to retain the trained manpower and the weapons of the garrison however this cia maneuver failed Mullah Naqib of Argistan Jamiyats the major commander in Kandhar was approached by families of DRA garrison of Tareen Court through Tahir Wardak that the garrison would surrender to Jamiyat surrender here meant simply change of allegiance without giving away weapons of the garrison Mullah Naqib went to Tareen Court but failed as he had no influence in the area At this time I assessed that without political consensus things would not move forward. He therefore held elections for the Mujahideen Jihadi Shuras in all southern provinces of Herat, Farah, Nimroz, Kandahar, Ghor, Kabul and Badghis. Operations against Tareen Court was started on 25 September 1990 by the Mujahideen elected and Tareen Court was captured on 4th October 1990 this was the provincial capital this was the first provincial capital in whole of afghanistan to fall the military committee of mujahideen wanted to capture kandhar i thought 
that the only way to capture Kandahar was to breach the Dahla Dam and flood the city. The commander who was sent by me to Kandahar, however, was compromised by promises of money, etc., and the plan was sabotaged, possibly by the CIA as well as the Russians. The royalists in the whole affair were flooded with U.S. money. and were gunning to sabotage all schemes to capture kandhar by the real mujahideen who had fought the war at that time i assessed that qalat e ghilzai was a more feasible target in march 1990 prime minister office of ahmed shah at peshawar sent an ulama delegation under mulla saduzai father of mulla umar's present spokesman in qatar Tayyabaga to the area Mullah Saduzai was based in Quetta and was close to me the Kuchis in the Zabul area sabotaged the plan as these Kuchis of Zabul area had also been cultivated by the royalists and by general Yaqubi of the Afghan intelligence finally consensus in Mujahideen was achieved and Zabul was captured by the Mujahideen in operations that started from July 25 1990 the idea was to draw out the DRA forces from Kandhar so that the mujahideen could capture Kandhar on 6 October 1990 a huge reinforcement convoy was sent from Kandhar to Qalat the convoy was ambushed repeatedly by the mujahideen which as a matter of fact was our strategy finally on 18 October 1990 the convoy was completely destroyed and its commander brigadier general saidul aga who escaped to kandhar was also wounded commander general two core general alumi was thus sacked as a result from the command kandhar was now reinforced by uzbeks which as a matter of fact was a dra failure as the uzbeks knew nothing about kandhar Simultaneously operations had been started in Herat and Shindan it appears that the mujahideen progress in south and failure of royalists in- induced the americans to influence the isi to remove me such maneuvers were normal at that time things were going favorably for the capture of kandhar by the mujahideen and cia did not want it once zia mujahidi Based in Quetta was also main American asset he worked in the USAID Zia was a journalist also Zia's daughter was married to Abdul Khaliq Nurzai a big landlord from Fara who was appointed Afghan consular of the Afghan interim government thereby Afghan consulate in Quetta became a USCIA sub office Zia Mujahideen's son-in-law was later Afghan consul in Peshawar. End of time battle missed opportunities in the Afghan war of 1996-2001. Mazar Ali Shirazi, Pakistani consul general in Mazar, was very close to General Dostum. Herat Taliban representative was introduced to Malik. by colonel imam the force reached mazar in 5 days from herat malik entertained the guest 
with a lavish dinner an iranian mi8 helicopter was sent to bamiyan to get azad beg to come to mazar sharif for the celebrations azad beg boarded the helicopter and soon the helicopter landed at mohokik's base in bamiyan where mohokik boarded the helicopter with his guards the helicopter took off and once it attained high altitude mohokik's guard wadad guard seized azad beg shot him dead and azad beg's body was thrown out of the helicopter from high altitude and thus totally decomposed and destroyed the helicopter landed at mazar sharif the anxious crowd waiting for mohokik and azad beg inquired about azad beg mohokik lied that azad beg had been killed by the taliban on hearing this the crowd was deeply agitated and this is how the mazar rebellion against the taliban began the more popular version that mullah razak started disarming the uzbeks of jumbush emily and herat and hizb ibadat is not correct more later this was the summary of an interview of colonel salman of two commando and one east bengal that this scribe conducted in karachi in may 2013